Hi, all. I'm Dan Smegrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, June 13th, 2019, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. Our guest today is Amir Frank. Hey, Amir, good to see you. Good to see you again, Dan. Uh, and uh, uh, yes, it is actually good to see you. You've been with us uh, all week uh, on uh, a special edition of WGAN-TV Live at 5. Uh, it's Matterport Workshop 3.0 Training Week. And uh, we're actually up to uh, day four of five days doing training on Matterport Workshop 3.0. Uh, uh, you're exactly the right person for this. You, you, uh, before being a marketing manager at Matterport, three plus years uh, in Matterport support. So you kind of know everything inside and out. And that's really a treat uh, for, for all of us to, to benefit from that. Um, so uh, just to kind of uh, before we get into today's uh, uh, segment, just to kind of recap, um, we've, we've been recording all the shows. So uh, our, on Monday, part one, Monday, uh, June 10th, uh, Amir covered Matterport Cloud, all the settings, the icons at the top of the screen, the model page. On Tuesday, June 11th, 2019, part two, uh, started to talk about Matterport Showcase Edit 3.0, including the start position, scans, hiding, showing, 360 views, how to view them, how to place them. Uh, yesterday in part three, Wednesday, June 12th, uh, Amir was showing us showcase edit, snapshots, labels, and measurements. And uh, what do you got planned for us today, uh, Amir? Today we're going to uh, finish off the uh, toolbar with looking at matter tags, uh, the highlight reel, and VR edit. Okay, virtual reality editing. Okay, cool. Indeed. Um, so, uh, if you're, if you're ready to share screen, that would be great. Um, I am ready indeed. Let me, uh, get that going here. And I do see great. your screen. Great. You up in here. Okay. Um, so great. Uh, let's go ahead and get started, Dan. Um, I'm going to go into uh, the edit button as we have done you know, uh, previously this week. What that's going to do is load the model and just automatically go into the, uh, the edit mode. You can still see the, uh, uh, the markings, or the, uh, the measurements that we uh, placed in here yesterday. And now what we're going to do is go ahead and place some matter tags. So uh, some may be asking what are matter tags. Uh, basically, it's, a, it's like putting a small pin uh, in your 3D model that visitors can come uh, hover their mouse over to get more information. Um, people, uh, you know, for example, with, with real estate, you may uh, put a pin in, uh, in a kitchen uh, that, um, that says, you know, granite countertops, or uh, uh, talks about the uh, the high quality uh, wolf range that they have, uh, things like that. So you can include more information than uh, is in the model, more details, downloadable PDFs, all, all sorts of things, links to uh, websites, uh, just about anything you can think of. Good, I, I, and I look forward to seeing you do that. And I'm I'm glad you're at that level of detail because as we've been talking about all this week, uh, you know, even, even though I got a camera, Matterport Pro camera, 3D camera in July of 2014, for today's purpose, Amir is assuming that 
uh, I've just placed an order for my camera. I'm eagerly waiting for it to show up, but I wanted to get a head start on Matterport Workshop 3.0, understand all about it. So uh, uh, Amir is just going to assume that uh, this, is, this is really uh, all I know is what I've learned from Amir on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, today, Thursday. So good. Right. So uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and, and just position our first uh, tag. So when I click on here, uh, the panel comes out just like with uh, the other tools, and uh, you can see that right now I don't have any matter tags in here, and I would just press the add button up here to begin uh, adding the tag. Um, you can see as I roll my cursor. The, uh, there's kind of a circle that sees through past the 2D pano and onto the mesh itself. Uh, you can also do this in the mesh mode, but what, what you're seeing basically is the, uh, the 3D mesh that is underlying uh, the 2D pano. Uh, and this tag is going to be kind of stuck to the mesh itself, which is why it's allowing you to see it underneath. Uh, and it's going to be kind of perpendicular to the surface on which you place it. And that's why it's important to, to see what you're doing. If you want the tag to come out of the drawer, you would position it here. Or if you want it to be on the countertop, you would position it here. Okay. Uh, once I just uh, click, that tag will stick. I can uh, title it. Uh, I can say, uh, granite countertop and give it a description. Um, once I have done that, I can take it a step further. Okay, so what I can do here, you'll notice that when I'm in my description field, I can press the add link button down here in the corner. It's very important to note that if you're going to add a link, you don't want Typically, you don't want the, uh, the hyperlink itself to be displayed. You want it to be, uh, you know, some of the words in your description. So uh, step one is to highlight the words that you want to have as the link. I'll just highlight the word nice, and then I can click on the add link. And now, uh, whatever link I paste here, uh, let's just go, let's see here. Um, I'll go here, for example, and copy that link. We'll get back to this in a second. And I'm just going to paste the link into this field and hit apply. Now you'll notice that the word nice is my link to that web page. Okay. If I were to uh, just Let, let's yeah. close out of that for a second. So we hit done, maybe go into uh, done. and then maybe preview mode so we could see what that looks like. Uh, go into the preview mode. When I uh, hover my cursor or my mouse over, you'll see the, uh, the matter tag uh, open up. And then I can come over here with the, uh, the cursor and click on my link and it opens up my web page. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, if I were, let's go back into the edit mode. If I were to not have selected, I just want to show you what, what it looks like. If I don't pre-select, uh, the text, oh, uh, one, one more thing before I get into that, let's go ahead and, um, 
highlight this again. Uh, click on the uh, link. Oops. Let's see here. Now, I've been seeing some uh, examples in the We Get Around Network forum where the uh, YouTube video played where I, it didn't take me to YouTube. It literally played while I was still in the model. Yes, correct. Uh, so that is a way of embedding rich media into the matter tag itself. And we will get to that shortly. Okay. Um, but if I want to, if I made a mistake, for example, and I want to uh, change or remove the link, uh, all that I would have to do is, is click on where I had previously uh, attached the link. And you can see the link comes up here. I can either edit this or remove it altogether. So let's say I want to remove it. Um, I'll put my word back and kind of getting back to what I was saying before, if I didn't uh, pre-select the word and I just hit the, uh, the add link down here and then I paste in the link that I want to add and hit apply, you'll notice that it gets appended to the end of the description as opposed to uh, being part of the, the word itself. So it's a little bit uh, less, I guess, it's not advised. Let's put it that way. It's not, uh, Was it's it not uh, normal. Normally you don't see that. Is it Marie Kondo? She would say something like, it's not tidy. We should let it go. Yes. It doesn't give exactly. us joy. It's not, it's not very tidy. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and uh, remove that. And uh, in this case, I... I won't add a link uh, to, my, um, to my description uh, to the video, but as you said, I want to actually uh, add the video as part of the matter tag itself, as opposed to linking away from my model. I want to have my visitors be able to view the video uh, still within the model. So to do that, um, what you don't want to do is copy the URL. The URL is not the link to the video, it's the link to this page that has all sorts of information on it, including the video. Uh, what you want to do uh, is come and grab the share link for that specific video that you intend on uh, embedding. So here we have the share link, and I can just go ahead and copy that and go back to my space. And down here, I have the option of adding uh, media, okay? Not just videos, but almost anything. We'll get to what that means in a second, but for now, we're just gonna focus on a video. Uh, I'll tap this button, and again, a field comes up, and this is where I want to uh, paste the link directly to the video itself. Again, this is not the URL to the page where the video is embedded. Uh, this is true for YouTube, Vimeo, any one of these sites. You want the link that directly goes to the video. Uh, hit done. And now you should be able to see after it goes and grabs it, mm -hmm. there's cool. the video already embedded. And there it is. So you can see it playing within the matter tag itself. Excellent. Uh, again, if I want to edit this, if I got that wrong or any kind of mistake that may have been made, I can just click the uh, pencil icon uh, to edit the matter tag. And uh, let's see here. Come down here to um, click on the media again and uh, edit the um, 
the link to the video that I had previously put in here. Mm -hmm. I see something that says C supported formats. Um, yeah, so this is going to take you, well, take you to our FAQ page, but what I wanted to show you before is uh, the supported formats. So the matter tag, what we do is we use, uh, we use a service called Embedly. Embedly, you can find by going to embed.ly. Uh, it's not .com, it's just .ly. Okay, so embed, you can see it here, embed.ly. Uh, and on this page, embed.ly slash providers, you can scroll down and see all of the different providers of content that you can uh, embed into your matter tag. And there are hundreds of them. So anything from uh, images to PDFs, um, I would assume animated GIFs. I saw uh, Momento 360 in here, which means you can host a uh, 360 panorama like we spoke about yesterday. We talked about it yesterday uh, to post uh, 360 panoramas into Facebook. You can also host those panos in uh, something called Momento 360 and then link that into your matter tag. Uh, this will essentially give you another way to offer a, a navigation or you know, visibility to a 360, to potentially an, a 360 outdoors uh, from the inside of your model without them having to go through a portal or anything else that you may not find as intuitive. So does this page mean uh, if I see it listed here, then their links are supported by Matterport? Uh, yes. Within yes. a matter tag. Listed in here. Mm -hmm. uh, correct. So there are, uh, there's one called uh, Typeform, which I ran into recently, allows you to do uh, things like surveys uh, and, and forms and really embedded into the uh, matter tag itself, which is really nice. You don't have to leave the space in order to interact with uh, different things and kind of get more information maybe from your uh, visitors. Mm -hmm. And I imagine someplace on this page, it says Matterport. So we could actually put a tag, a Matterport space within a Matterport space. Yes, absolutely. You can embed a Matterport space if I wanted to uh, get a little crazy. I can copy this Matterport space and embed it into itself even. Because I, I, what I've seen in the, the We Get Around Network forum is a, a number of examples where people were saying, well, how do you get from floor one to floor five without having to walk up the stairs? And some of the photographers have been using matter tags at the elevator. So when you get to the elevator, yeah. you, you hit the matter tag and you go immediately up to the fifth floor. So is that, mm -hmm. is that sort of kind of what you're showing now is how to actually add a Matterport 3D tour within this Matterport 3D tour? So that example is a, a little bit different. Um, the, the tags um, that are placed at elevators or at uh, the base of stairs to be able to navigate to another floor uh, more quickly actually takes advantage of the link that you can place within the description. And uh, that's actually very interesting because what you can do if, for example... Can you show um, us both? Um, yeah. I, I want to stop you. You were in the middle of showing us just inserting a Matterport space in a Matterport. Yeah, space. so uh, basically all I did was insert the, uh, the share link to mm -hmm. the Matterport space. I chose this 
uh, very same space mm -hmm. and uh, and you can see it right here so if I hit done and I go into my preview I'm just gonna hover over this uh, matter tag and I can load the essentially the same space and in, in my case right into the matter tag itself okay, okay. so that's that's one way of doing it. Uh, this actually would be a decent example of if you have, let's say, uh, a second structure like a mother-in-law unit or uh, I don't remember what they call it. Uh, but if you had uh, like a, I don't know, a detached. Uh, we, we have a, a, a client that has a detached, um, it was originally an attached barn, but it's been made over into some bedrooms, but it, it's okay. yeah. a quarter of a mile away from the main house. So okay. Without going and scanning from the from the main house to the guest house, right? Uh, would be that this would be a way to say, okay, I'm I'm out on the patio. I see the guest house. Then I imagine what you just did would make sense to say, oh, okay, let's while you're looking in the direction of the guest house, let's embed the guest house that's been scanned. Yeah, exactly. So you can say out out this door you can access the guest house. And by the way, this is what it's, it's going to look, this is what it looks like. Okay. Um, you were so, saying that, that elevators is done differently. Um, a little differently. Yeah. So let's take uh, that. So when I'm in the preview mode, I have access to something that is uh, very interesting. I am going to go into the dollhouse mode uh, or view real quick. And I just want to, as an example, since I, I have only one floor in this model, I'm gonna go from one side of the house all the way to the opposite side mm -hmm. of the house very quickly. Um, so I'm gonna go into here and I'll set a matter tag. Okay, I'm just gonna add a matter tag. We'll add one right here. Let's say uh, go to living room. Um, and it can be anything you want, of course. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do that. Now what I need to do is go ahead and get my link. Could have done this beforehand, but that's okay. Uh, back to my dollhouse view, and I'm going to go all the way. Walking through here may be a little bit uh, tedious, so I'm going to place my uh, my viewport here, we talked about the viewport being what you actually see in the showcase window itself. Um, so what I can see here, I'm going to kind of position this uh, where I want the visitor to end up after having clicked that link. Okay, so if you're going between floors or uh, from uh, one floor on an elevator to another floor on the elevator, uh, you can have it kind of with the elevator behind you facing out towards the new floor. Okay. Uh, I'm going to click, or um, actually I want to go into the, can I do this here? Yeah. Uh, so you can tap the U key on the keyboard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Press the U key on the keyboard and you can see in the corner appears this link. And I can highlight this thing or uh, click on the uh, uh, copy to clipboard here and copy this. This is a very special link because this is not only uh, the link to this model, 
but it's also linked to this model uh, ending up in this very, very specific location. Can you paste that link in a browser just so we can see even before you yep. place it in the matter tag? Yep, I'll open up a, uh, a completely new uh, tab and paste that link and hit return. You'll see the model loading just as you would otherwise, but instead of going to the start location, it goes right here and this is where I was when I hit that U key. Okay, cool. All right, so now okay. you're going to put it in the in your matter tag, but while you're doing that, can you give me a way to remember the U key? Does this stand for anything? Uh, that's a very good question. We call it a deep link. So I would expect uh, that is of no help whatsoever in remembering I, I my U and not anything else. Thank you. I would have expected to hit the D key for deep, I know. Yeah. For deep link. So yeah. U for... Uh, uh, I, I have to remember what that was. Okay, that helped. Okay, good. Got it. Exactly. So I hit the Yuki again to make that. Uh, but you call that a deep. You call that a deep link. A deep link. And notwithstanding, I use the Yuki to find it. Correct. Is there a use menu? Yuki on your keyboard to uh, make it appear and make it disappear. Okay. Is there is there a a pull down menu to go find that spot? There is no menu. Okay, it's a secret. So you got it. It's, it's a, a secret handshake. Uh, you got to yep. know it's the U key. It may uh, not. I don't know how well known it is, but yeah, the U key. Uh, certainly for for people new into this, uh, it's not known. It's not something that we we publicize. It is talked about in the in the FAQ and the in the support documentation, um, but not not a feature that we okay. send. Okay. All right. So going forward from today forward, we're going to call that the uh, the uh, UG the UG mnemonic the ug it's like ug what button am i supposed to hit to get that deep link ah you okay got it there it is okay exactly ugh. uh you okay i like that um so now that we have copied that uh deep link we can go back to my uh matter tag and i'm just gonna uh double click on um on the tag here that i've previously placed and it'll take me right to it uh, let's see here, I can move over so I can actually see my edit, click the edit, come here, select that, right, as we uh, talked about before, and then hit the link, paste my deep link, hit apply, and done. So this is how you would set up a matter tag to go from one part of your model to another part of your model. Okay, Something what if I wanted... What if Sorry? I wanted it embedded, like we, we just showed earlier, that it was like a pull down rather than a click here. Can I do that with that link? You could. You could do that with that link as well. Uh, you can edit, and you can also embed it into here. I take that back. Oh, you know what? There's a, there's a small uh, uh, kind of a glitch. It's a small bug. This link is too long for the uh, for being embedded. Okay, but so today yeah. is Thursday, June thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Now that you've identified that, I'm sure by uh, Friday, June fourteenth, that that'll be all solved and, and working. Something exactly. like that. Okay, but so you can you can go try what we're doing that's not working today with the hope or expectation that at some point the character length for that field will be extended in order to take advantage of embedding right. a deep, a Matterport 3D tour deep link. Right, exactly. Okay. Uh, now what we, 
may be able to do, uh, I think we can do this, is, uh, let me go here to uh, open up a new, uh, oops, open up a new tab and go to that deep link one more time. And I have this, uh, I have a URL shortener here. Ah, so if you so made I'm a bit.ly gonna... link out of it, is that the only issue? If, uh, well, yeah, I guess just because the link is too long. Too long, okay. So let, let's too long. Let, let's so, see what happens, yeah. So let's see what happens with this. Now I've shortened it. I'm just gonna uh, copy that and go back here, select all of this and hit paste, enter. Nope, didn't like that either. Let's try it one more time. Maybe cancel out, but just in case. Okay, and we'll try it one more time. Hit enter. No. No. Okay, it, it okay. was a good so try, though. I, I, we'll I, yeah, I thought, uh, thought maybe that would do it. I, I, I give um, you props for that. That was a good, that was a good, a good heroic effort. So, but if, if, if uh, uh, I, I imagine for, for all of those who are watching this show uh, at some point in the future that this feature actually might work for embedding because it's probably on uh, Amir's list as soon as he gets off the show, run down the hall and-, and Yeah, what, exactly. What, what, we, uh, what we did beforehand was just embed the model uh, directly and um, using the, the my.matterport link. It, with, with, the, uh, with the deep link, it just becomes substantially longer, much, much okay. longer. Uh, and that seems to be the, the problem in this case. Uh, that being said, you can, I'm just going to cancel out of this. And, and I want to point out, I think there were two different places. If, if you opened up your pencil there just for a second, mm -hmm. there, were, there were two different ways that you were doing this. The first was highlighting the text and using the yes. link within the text box yeah. or treating it as media and, and pasting it in the, in the media place. How do I yeah. know when something... Um, I must paste it in media and not paste it as a, as a, a link. Okay. So that's a really good question. Uh, pasting it as a link means that uh, you're leaving the model. You may not be leaving the, uh, the page where you, where you are, uh, but you're definitely leaving the current model. Uh, so basically the, the way it works is if, it recognizes a my.matterport.com uh, address, it will load that model into the same frame. But if it recognizes anything else, if it's a short, if it's a short URL uh, like I just created, or if it's a link to somebody else's website, then it will open up a new tab and open it up uh, in there. Well, part of what I'm asking here, Amir, because I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm a newbie. I'm waiting for my camera. I've been reading every word in the week we get around network forum, and I, there seems to be a lot of confusion over this point of like, okay, what, what do I paste in this window that you're looking at now? What do I paste in the media window below? And maybe if we understood how each is working maybe a little bit more. You're working with a Matterport link and that's probably different than YouTube. So YouTube right. is, is media. So I imagine you could, you could highlight, click here, add the link and that'll work. It'll take you out of the model. You'll go to the YouTube page to see that YouTube video. You went through and you embedded it as media. 
in that icon at the bottom, okay, that was cool. But I'm, what I'm trying to understand is there's probably some links that are only going to work in media and there's probably some links that are only going to work uh, when you highlight text. Uh, um, I would actually say that any link that works in media will also work in, in the description as, as a link to, okay. uh, to a page outside. Any link that works in media will work above as highlighting text. What Correct. would be an example of something that you couldn't, you couldn't highlight? The opposite way does not work. So, so not what, what necessarily would, everything that works in the description will work in media. An example would be? Um, to a, uh, a web page. So if you want to go to uh, the landing page with more information about this property, you would not be able to have that link in the media field. Because a web page is not media. A web page is not embeddable. Um, however, the, you know, reverse, if you have a YouTube video, uh, like I mentioned before, you're not copying the uh, URL to the uh, YouTube page. Let me find, mm -hmm. where is that? Okay. So I'm not copying this URL up here, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm copying the, uh, the share link found down here. That's this the share thing. link, I can actually open this up in any browser window and go to this link. Yes. So that tells me that it will work in a link because this is going to essentially open up a new tab and go to that link and it'll be fine. Um, but if you had pasted the YouTube video at the top, which would have just I been- pasted the URL. That would not have worked in the media button. Right, it would work here, but here. not in the media button. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, I, I know we're going somewhat slow here on this point, but I think this is tremendously helpful because I, I just, I'd have to guess there's been a lot of people who've emailed support getting stuck at- Yeah, like, absolutely, especially with videos. Yeah, I-, I, I like I have it, I, I'm copying and pasting the, the, the URL at the top of the page for my YouTube video. I'm, in, I'm embedding it in the media and it's not working. Uh, the, the system must be broken. Can you help me? And that's yeah. not the case at all. It's the, it's the wrong link. It's just the wrong link. Yeah. Normally in the it's- the wrong place. Yeah, exactly. So normally they're linking to uh, the page, not realizing that link is not to the specific uh, item, whether it's a uh, 3D model of something or a video or anything like that. It's not a link to that. It's a link to the page that has that media embedded in it. Other you than trial and error, is there a way to, to like intuitively know what's gonna work up above and what's gonna work below? Um, other than trial and error, if it's uh, a link to uh, a page where your content is hosted, is embedded, it will not work below. It will not work in the media field. Uh, it'll just work in the uh, description field. If it's a link directly to that media itself, it will most likely work in the uh, media field. Again, and I, I say most likely because it does still need to be supported. Uh, that, that post still needs to be supported by Embedly. Okay, cool. All right, so you've, you've, show, you've showed us um, a link, you've showed us a video. Is there any other rich media kind of example that you wanna show us here? Uh, the other options that you have here are uh, the STEM uh, visibility and link. Oh, well, before you go on though, was, was, there, was there anything else in terms of rich media? Was there an audio file you wanted to show? Media. So like I said, you have, you have the, the whole list of providers 
uh, here at uh, Embedly. If, if you're you know, curious to, to kind of get creative and see what's possible, um, they're all here. Okay, I uh, saw on the right, for example, Smug Mug. I have a Smug Mug account for, for hosting some, some photos. So is, as long as the link ends in something like a .jpg, uh, right. that would, would indicate that that's media um, as opposed sure. to a web page. Right, exactly. Certainly if it ends in a uh, you know, .jpg, PNG, uh, PDF, something like that, then it certainly is a link to that media. But you still need to be careful of where that media is hosted and that host still needs to be supported. Okay, so and I, I don't have to have an account for no. any of these. I just need, I, now that I know it's supported, as long as I have a, a link, if, some, if my client gave me a, a, a media link for Smug Mug or Flickr uh, or Momento 360, mm -hmm. that's gonna work. If I wanna create my own, open my own account, host my own content in Momento, I could go do that, but I, I don't have to um, do credentials and, and sign in and give permission to Memento 360 to be able to use Matterport. Exactly. No, it's all done magically in the background, I'm presuming, yes. somehow, all, some way. Yes. All these links that you are uh, embedding, they're all shareable links. They're all links intended for you as a, as a user of that content uh, to share so that anybody can access it. Okay. Can you go uh, just go up to the to the another visitor in that in that way? Amir, can you go to the menu for for uh, Embedly? I, I noticed right there, filter by. Maybe we yeah. just hit hit some of these filters where it says photo. Or yeah. So these. Video. So if you're uh, looking at photos, uh, if you look at photos, these are the different um, options for for photos. It's, it's thinking about it. You can see there's there's quite a, a good number of them. Um, Instagram, uh, Flickr, so a lot, a lot of the- uh, And then maybe on audio. Yeah, um, audio. This actually brings up something very interesting. So with audio, uh, we have seen some people ask, well, if I embed audio, can I just have it playing throughout my visitor's uh, tour of my model? Unfortunately, uh, the answer to that is no. The only time videos, audio, uh, images, anything, anything, is called and, uh, and accessed is when the visitor uh, has their cursor over the matter tag. Okay, uh, but, I, but I will give, I will give uh, uh, you know, a tip out there because I, again, from reading that we get around network forum, I've seen that, uh, that there are Matterport service providers that are using um, MP embed uh, mm -hmm. in order to add music so that the music will play as you walk through the tour. So there are, there are other there are ways of getting around it, but it's not going to be through a matter tag. It not. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of yeah, out, yeah. outside the scope. Of yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that you can't have music playing while the tour is just not embedded this way in a matter tag using this uh, technique. Okay. Cool. So I would encourage everyone to take a look at this list because I, I imagine there's some really interesting and creative things. So, um, you know, I, I, we haven't looked for, for shopping. Could you just go up maybe to the filter by and see if you type in Amazon, if anything interesting pops up there? Yeah. I, uh, so nothing with Amazon. Amazon. Nope. Okay. And then... Um, how about just type in the word shop or shopping and see? Okay, I'm not familiar. I don't know anything about ShopLocket and what they yeah. do, but it's something interesting that can be looked into uh, to see if uh, potentially. 
the easiest yeah, so way they do, to do they do sell online, online if you use the, uh, the shop locket technology on your uh on your you know your your store then you could potentially uh include that item about, that merchandise in here how about yeah. iframe could you type in iframe i'm just yeah. curious if there's some if there's something there No, I don't see. No, okay, um, but I, 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 I would think uh, that for you know those watching the show today, if you go off to embedly e m b e d dot l y and take a look at this list, it may inspire you on a particular client that there's something really interesting and creative that you could do with matter tags as a result of this um, uh, integration. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's some interesting things in here that, that can be done. Like I said, uh, gathering information uh, with... Uh, How about uh, chat? Of, can you uh, type in chat or chatbot just out of curiosity? Chat news, collect... Chat news, collect chat. Those could be interesting to look into. You could uh, possibly open up a chat window. That That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah. you know, if it's not there today, that maybe in the future someone will do an integration with a chatbot that would let somebody within a Matterport space using a Matter tag actually begin a conversation. That yeah, sounds kind of, you exactly. know, like, you know, you directly, maybe even to your mobile phone. Okay. So is there anything else? I think you're, you're just starting to show on Matter tags. There, there were some other little icons of, of things that you could do on a, a Matter tag. You're starting to talk about, I think, the STEM. Yeah, so uh, so the rich media uh, field, as well as the uh, the, the linking to um, other models uh, or other websites entirely, is done through uh, through this what what we just looked at uh, using the description link or the media field. Outside of that, you have the uh, the stem, so I can adjust whether I can see the stem. You can you can see the the white stem. This is what we're referring to right here. And uh, if I don't want to see it, I can just choose to hide it. So now you just have a floating circle. Mm -hmm. uh, I can also adjust the length of that stem uh, right here. So you can see, even though I don't see the stem, it's invisible. Uh, it is still there and, and uh, determines how far away the tag is from the wall itself where mm -hmm. I, where mm -hmm. I uh, pinned this. So you can do that, and then also the color. Uh, and this is, this is kind of important because I have seen a lot of models where they have certain uh, formats of embedded content as one color, and then other formats like images will be green, video will be red, um, you know, downloadable content like PDFs and brochures uh, can be a, another color. Mm -hmm. things like that to, to make it more easily identified before the visitor even goes and clicks on it. Okay, cool. So, uh, so that's kind of nice. I see three dots. And there is a uh, more option here to essentially hide or delete uh, the matter tag, which you can also do from here. Okay. And then just one other thing on this page, maybe you could go off to the window um, uh, before we move off of matter tags and maybe try to put a matter tag um, on a, a window. I'm trying to create a problem here that I've read about. Yeah, so uh, matter tags. Ah, maybe uh, even where that light is on the floor so that you could just uh, explain what's happening there. Um, so this, well, let me see if this light, this light might be, yeah, this light is actually does have 3D content there. Uh, let me look for something that does not.
what we're trying to do is show um, where you may have a problem and why, so that once you know, then again, um, that's something I've been reading about. Yeah. Um, so let's go here, this wall. So if I wanted to put a pin on this wall, I am not able to. Uh, let me go here to add. And you can see, you know, it might look like my cursor is on the wall, but it's not. So I'm just going to go ahead and place this uh, in a place where you might think, oh, okay. But actually place it behind the wall. So what just happened and, and how do you deal with that? Okay. Uh, so the reason why this happened is because, uh, like so many other things, yesterday we spoke about this with uh, regards to measurements as well as labels, matter tags get pinned to the 3D mesh. If you don't have 3D mesh, like uh, in the case of if a window, uh, you forgot to place a window marking there, there this will be a black hole and you won't have 3D mesh can, here. Can we see what the mesh looks like there? Uh, yeah, I can look at the mesh by clicking the uh, view mesh uh, icon down here. And maybe to point out the mesh. So I'm going to go back uh, to this other room. Mm -hmm. And uh, whoops, wrong way. So you can see that if I turn around, there's a big black gaping hole in this wall uh, because it was trimmed out. So I can actually see uh, the kitchen right through this wall. Mm -hmm. So uh, also in the dollhouse view, if you go into the, into the dollhouse view, you're, you're looking at the mesh as we uh, previously mentioned. So if I turn around here, to get a look at this, I can see, okay, there, there's a big hole there. There's definitely a wall missing um, from okay. this area. So I, would I not think that's tremendously helpful. So that if you're wondering why a matter tag can't be tagged someplace, it's probably because there's no data behind it. And you can check that by going to the, the, the uh, mesh view to, mm -hmm. to, to see that. So that yeah. would be an example of be careful about trimming because you might create a problem for yourself when you get to the workshop 3.0. Exactly. Okay, exactly. cool. Uh, yeah, so, so that's about it. Just be careful, uh, you know, where you positioned, you know, make sure I guess what you just mentioned, Dan, is uh, that if uh, the tag is not able to pin somewhere where you want it, you can look at this uh, from different uh, ways, uh, the mesh view or the dollhouse view to see if actually there is mesh there. Uh, and even from this dollhouse view, um, I should be able to, let me hit escape here. Get out of here, go back in the tag uh, and add. Oh, it'll, every time, so when I hit the, uh, the add button, it'll take me inside view as opposed to the dollhouse view. I guess that's a little too zoomed out. So that makes, okay. makes some sense. Um, yeah, so that's about everything uh, there is about matter tags. So let's go on to the highlight reel. Okay. Uh, the highlight reel, oh, let me just get out of this tool. The highlight reel allows me, you can see as soon as I clicked the icon down here, I got this add view button up here and this kind of slightly tinted um, stripe down here at the bottom appeared. This is where the highlights will uh, will show up once I capture them. I'll, I'll read that since it's so small. Your space does not have any highlights yet. A highlight reel lets your visitors get a taste of what the space is like. And then there's a 
a link to learn more. Yep. <clears throat> so the idea is you go into the highlight reel and just like we did with the snapshot tool where you click the tool and then you kind of navigate and move your way around the space, uh, getting to positions that you want to capture a snapshot and just click the button at the top center mm -hmm. to capture that snapshot. Well, you're in, you're in the data of the mesh view. I, I presume that it would work, but there's probably not a reason you'd want to work in mesh view. Yeah, uh, I don't think the mesh view uh, would, would get added. Um, okay because it's not a view a visitor can actually see. Okay, so how do I make a highlight reel? Um, so the highlight reel, um, you can go ahead and, and just start capturing, uh, position, uh, again, the, the viewport, this, what, what you see in the showcase uh, window, and uh, got it, and just go ahead and hit add view. It'll save this, this is a small, uh, low resolution thumbnail, and it just saves it down here. This is not something that you'll be able to uh, download. This is not a snapshot. So not to be confused, you're not gonna find uh, what I capture by clicking the add view button. You're not gonna find it here in the photos like we did previously with the snapshot tool. Um, so I'll keep moving around and uh, capture more highlights of the space. And this is basically me virtually walking my visitor through this space. Once I've captured everything I want, you can always uh, click and drag your uh, highlights to, uh, to reposition them, okay? Well, uh, let's click some more so we have maybe five or eight or something. So, okay. sure. <clears throat> so I can see how that works, plays, etc. So I'm just gonna keep walking through my model. So I, I notice there's nothing to enlarge or reduce like there was with snapshots. Right. Okay. So I'll just keep, keep going around. Okay, and then can you use the floor plan view or the dollhouse view? Sure, absolutely. I can go to the dollhouse view. I'm just going to, uh, to click here and then go to the dollhouse view so that, well, it doesn't really make a difference. Click add view. And uh, let's go to the floor plan view. Click add view. Okay, so I can roll my uh, mouse, my cursor over any one of these to remove them with a little X in the top right corner. Uh, by default, they're not given a caption at the bottom. I don't know if you can, you can see that, it's pretty small. Yes. Um, so if I click here to add a caption, uh, you know, floor plan view, dining room, living room, whatever, whatever your caption you want, that caption will be visible uh, in the thumbnail as the visitor is walking their way through the tour. Can you put uh, maybe just one or two labels on, yep. maybe on a hallway or kitchen? So I'm just gonna add, uh, did I add the kitchen? After I have typed in, this is, this is kind of a, a weird thing, to, uh, to kind of 
save this, what, I, what I've just typed, I can either press tab to go to the next highlight or just uh, enter a return on my keyboard to kind of execute. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I can hit tab and uh, you can barely see it, but kitchen mm -hmm. is, uh, is indicated down here at the bottom and uh, I can move there, type in living room. Okay. So enter and, uh, and so those two have been saved. Uh, again, as we did uh, before, uh, I can grab it, uh, move it around. Okay. Uh, delete it, uh, change the, you know, order, anything, anything I want. Um, what else? If I go, uh, let's see here into the settings right here in the top right corner. Oh, Sorry, before I get into settings, I want to do one more thing. This is not the only way of adding highlights to the reel. You can, if you've already used the snapshot tool and you want those images included in the highlight reel, you can actually do that as well by using this uh, icon, this button right here next to add view. Can you so do that? That would, be, here, that would be great, yeah. Yeah, so if I tap there, I'm presented with all the images uh, that you will see in this little photos. Mm -hmm. There are snapshots that have been previously mm -hmm. captured. So I can just uh, select that and that one has been added. Um, select this one and that one has been added. Select this one, that one's been added. So is it adding as you go or um, it's... It, I can unselect it by clicking on it a second time and it won't add it. I, I'm, let me rephrase, I'm, uh, okay, so I'm clicking on it. You can, you can kind of see the, uh, the border, mm -hmm. okay, uh, around this one and around this one. Uh, now you'll see one around this one, even after I move my cursor away from that thumbnail. So once I click the add selected photos, all those three will be added sequentially to the highlight. Sequentially meaning the order uh, that- In, in the them? order that, that, they're, that, you know, that you see them here in the order that you see them yeah, not so this necessarily the, the order time. that you it's not necessarily this, the is, this is in fact the order uh from which they were captured these all happen to be automatically captured um uh, snapshots okay but if i actually captured my own snapshots they would be listed here in the order that they were captured from okay. the the top Okay, so could you, so uh, if you could, let's hit add selected photos and then we can go back okay. and, and see, because we'll see some that okay, have we'll add selected photos. Okay, hit close. And, uh, and okay, so there they are. Uh, mm -hmm. Offices first, then cool. this one, and then the, uh, the other one. Okay. That... So a, a workflow might be do the snapshots first and then add them to the highlights reel? Certainly if your snapshots are going to be um, basically the same view that you're going to use in the highlight. Which in many, many cases, I would say that is true. In okay. some cases, you don't necessarily need uh, a, a highlight um, as a snapshot because it's not something that you're going to download, print, or potentially use in marketing material. You don't need it to be a high resolution snapshot. Uh, so you can just capture it as a uh, view. Okay. It's totally up to you. And if I enlarged or reduced, um, we were looking at snapshots yesterday uh, in part 
two of our five-part series here, if I had made the picture a wider angle in a snapshot, is it going to take the wider angle and use it in the highlight reel, or is it going to default to the 100% normal? All of these are going to default to 100%. Okay. So essentially what you're saving here is a place marker of where you are when you captured that uh, snapshot or, or view. Okay? okay, it's not going to all of a sudden zoom out showing the visitor a wider view because essentially they can stop the highlight reel or the tour uh, at any time and just take a look around. Okay, all right, so can you play this so that we can see what it looks like? Would, yeah. maybe, do you come out of the pencil to play or you can still stay in pencil mode? And, and uh, you can stay in the pencil mode to view these and then make any kind of tweaks or adjustments. And um, when, when you did the screen, when you did the, the add views for the dollhouse and the floor plan view, is there generally any strategy of, of when to use those? Do you use them when you transition from the first floor to the second floor that you might add a dollhouse view and not go up the stairs, um, but, but let the dollhouse do the transition? Um, you know, I don't know if there is a, a best practice really for, uh, for highlight reels. Uh, it's, it's kind of up to you as the designer of this tour. Uh, most people will start at uh, the front door, either uh, you know, outside in a 360, uh, which can also be included. So if I'm... Uh, Is it stuck right now? Because it didn't seem to oh, keep I, going. I, uh, I stopped it. You stopped it. Yeah. So I was hoping to see what that dollhouse looked like oh, okay. yeah, when yeah. we so got to the, the highlights. So it zooms out to the dollhouse, then it's gonna zoom to the floor plan. And it'll go inside to the office. Okay, so a, a use case might be that if you are have a multi-story, you might use either a dollhouse or a floor plan to transition from the first floor to the second floor. Um, it's certainly gonna help. And I can tell you from experience that you, what you don't want, well, I mean, there are a couple options, um, and I guess I'll take this second to uh, include this. So we, we looked at uh, in, uh, adding photos from your uh, list of snapshots, uh, just capturing a view of what you're looking at right now. And uh, you can also uh, tap this settings button to indicate whether you want slideshow or walk through transition. A lot of people do like the walk through transition. It kind of could you animates. could you show us the difference? Could uh -huh. you show us in, what what is a slideshow and what is a walk through? Yep. So slideshow, uh, we just saw where it. I'll just show you again. It fades out and then into the next highlight. Okay. Uh, let's go back to the start. So you can see it kind of pans, and it'll fade into the next highlight. Pans and then fades again into the next highlight, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, if I pause this and go into my settings and choose walkthrough, it's going to try and uh, automatically navigate my way between these highlights. So you can see it goes here and starts kind of walking its way through the hallway, 
And so these can get very, very long and sometimes uh, strange looking if it's too long. If you're gonna do a walkthrough, you don't wanna have too much distance between the, the, where the highlights were captured. Okay, you don't want, like you mentioned, you don't want something on uh, the kitchen in the first floor, and then all of a sudden you have these very long animated walkthroughs to a bedroom on the second floor. Uh, going through the stairs is gonna be complicated. Uh, it could, depending on the 3D mesh, uh, go through banisters, things like that. So uh, you want to definitely be careful of that. And so what you mentioned is actually a really, really good tip. What you can do is between the kitchen on the first floor and the bedroom on the second floor, you can add something like the uh, dollhouse view and that'll kind of break it up. And Make can it I, transition. I, I seem to recall seeing some blue lines. Um, the blue lines, if I remember correctly, were in the, um, Showcase two. So that was earlier. Okay. So not in, not in showcase three. Not in showcase three. And can I add 360 views to a highlight reel? Yes. Yes. So let's pause <laughs> this for a second. Um, so if I go to my 360 views uh, over here, I can click that. And uh, from in here, I can hit the highlight reel and then hit add view. Sorry, went, went way too fast for me. Oh, Give, sorry, you're, sorry. You're giving um, me way too much credit here. So uh, I, I'm gonna go into my 360 uh, view panel. Yeah. Oops. And so what's I, that I, thing in the bottom right that you said I'm gonna click on this thing in the bottom right? Uh, so that, oh, I keep over scrolling, sorry about that. Uh, this little icon will allow me to see my view in the main uh, viewport. Okay, so ah, right okay. now I've got view number one, but I could say uh, view number two, show me this one in the main viewport, and there it appears uh, in the viewport, and let's say I want uh, the backyard here. Okay. Uh, and I will now go to my highlight reel, click on that to bring up the highlight reel uh, tool, and then hit add view. Had I captured this as a snapshot, I would also just be able to quickly hit the uh, add from photos and add this as a, from the snapshot. So what happens when I get to that 360? Is it treated as a snapshot now? So 360, you can still pause the video uh, or the, um, I really shouldn't be calling it a video. You can still pause the, uh, the highlight reel as a visitor when it gets to the, the 360 and pan around. It's no different than a 3D where you're really just um, indicating, uh, you know, where in this 360 you want the highlight to be. It will pan, it will come here and then it'll pan, uh, I believe to the left. Uh, and then it'll just fade into the next highlight. So I got lots of questions. Can you, can you paste the, the, can you copy the URL for this tour, paste it in incognito and then let us go look at the highlights reel? Uh, yes. So let's go ahead and publish this. Okay, yep. And we'll go up to the share, copy that. For anybody just tuning in, we've been previously speaking about how it's highly recommended to open incognito windows when testing. Um, I think I'm still in the walkthrough, so that's important. Uh, okay. Go ahead and open up a new incognito 
and paste it so in So you there. have to watch part two of our series to get the in-depth of why, when to use the preview button and when to go into incognito. So yeah. now I'd like to see if you could maybe uh, um, click on the, the view that's just before the dollhouse. Uh, yeah. So I'll click on, I'll click on one just before that. So you'll okay. get an idea. Cause if I click on that one, it'll just go straight to the dollhouse. Okay. So then maybe hit play. So now it's going to animate again because we did that walkthrough. It'll animate this to is, the next this view. This is walkthrough in, instead of slideshow. Slideshow. Okay. Yep, exactly. And then it's going to go to the dollhouse. Uh, by the way, you can see down here, just wanted to point out the living room. This is the um, caption that I had, uh, that I had added mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And the others don't have anything because no caption was added there. So it's not, I had somebody uh, ask whether that caption appears uh, kind of in the middle of my view and no, it doesn't. It only appears down in the thumbnail. Okay. So we're about to get. Yeah. And I don't want to stop it just yet on that 360. We, we know there's right. a, um, I just want to see what happens. Yeah. So you notice that, when it goes into a 360, it has to fade. There's no way of it navigating uh, to that 360. So it fades in, fades out, uh, goes to the next 360, and then it fades in or fades out and then fades into the next. 3D. Got it. So now, if, uh, Amir, if you could click on the 360 and then just show us that on that 360, you can take control of it. Yeah. So you can, it's because uh, this position, let me uh, go back here. In this case, I'll just click on this one. This is the, what you see right now is where I had the, um, the viewport or let, let's say the camera facing when I hit add view, when I captured this highlight, uh, this is what gets seen, but it's going to pan either left or right. And then it'll move on after it pans to the next highlight. Uh, but you still have, even though you only see this thumbnail and what uh, was captured uh, from the viewport, I can still take control at any time and see the entire panorama. Okay. And then in the dollhouse view, we saw a 360 view outside on the patio. If you click on that, are, are you able to go into that 360 view? Yeah, I can um, pause the walkthrough tour at any time, uh, take full control and view it just like I would the model at any other period. Okay, and, and then I see a little highlight real symbol to the left of the play button. What does that do? Uh, this will show and hide the, uh, the real, the thumbnails. Okay. Here at the bottom. Okay, great. And then if you could take us back into the, into the pencil view. So let's go back. I will close this and we're in the pencil view. Uh-huh, and is there anything else to show us on the highlight route uh, hi on doing a highlight reel? Um, that is, I believe, about it. You will notice that if you have a highlight of a 360 in the top left corner, you will see it has the 360 icon. Mm -hmm. And if it's the inside view or any uh, scan position that is um, from, well, I guess the, the inside of the, uh, of the model, you have this little kind of person icon. 
the uh, the floor plan and dollhouse views don't have icons of their own. Okay, and then I think my, my I think my only last question on highlight reel, unless you had something else, was I I think there's a three dot thing here to the right that you showed us the other day of where you could um, make highlight reel not show up. Oh yes. So, yeah, so if, if I wanted to disable this highlight reel for some reason without deleting the highlight reel, how would I do that? Yes. So um, if you've created a highlight uh, or highlight reel and uh, you go visit your model in incognito mode and you realize that, wait, it's not, it's not appearing, it's not showing, I have no play button, I have no highlight reel button, uh, or you created it and you actually purposely want to hide it, um, then you can come uh, here to these three dots in the bottom right uh, corner, as you mentioned, go into settings. Uh, this is the settings uh, for the entire kind of the showcase uh, as you uh, see it into advanced. And here you have the option of uh, showing or hiding the highlight reel. There are a couple things to take note of. The main toggle will show or hide the highlight reel as a whole, whether it's even visible and playable. Uh, and if it is enabled, you have the option down here uh, to choose uh, which of those buttons you can see. You mentioned the, uh, the little highlight reel icon and the play button right next to it. So this is where you choose uh, to see just the play button, uh, see the highlights only, or uh, you can see both of them. Sorry, I'm totally confused on that. Okay, so let me, let's assume we're enabled. Okay. And I uh, want... So are there three options there? Play the tour and see highlights? Uh, yeah. So, so that was the first thing that we just saw. That was the first thing. Play the tour and see highlights, meaning you're going to see, let me select that and just get out of here. You're going to see both of these icons. Play and the open highlights mm -hmm. uh, icon. So you're gonna have access to both of these. You can play it and you can, the visitor will be able to show hide the highlights as well okay. as play. If I uh, come down here again into settings and advanced and choose, for example, uh, play the tour only, okay? X out of here, publish, let's see here. Now in the uh, preview mode, not in the uh, pencil mode, the highlight icon is now gone. Okay, so now I only have the option to play the tour. Mm -hmm. I will not be able to see the thumbnails of each highlight. I won't be able to advance any other way than by playing it. Can you play it? Just get it started and see what it looks like. Yeah. So you see a small kind of a status bar over here. It was already at the end, so I'll just play it again. Ah, so this took over the entire view. Yeah. And so I don't have the ability of seeing the highlights at the bottom and skipping uh, between them. And I, just I, can view, the, I can do this view in either slideshow view or in, in walkthrough view. Yes. Yes, correct. That, that's that's okay. independent. Okay, cool. All right. I, I, I get that. Um, if you if you go back through your pencil, get to that command. If you could just remind me which that was the. Uh, so that was up in here into the settings. 
That setting is specific to the highlight reel tool itself. If I click here, I can choose a slideshow or walkthrough. Okay, so that's fine. So let's leave that. If you close that out and you go back to your three dots and then settings, advanced, and advanced tour, that's where play the tour only. That's what we just saw. So right. if you show see highlights only, what does that look like? So the highlights only, and I'll publish this and go into my view mode, it's the exact opposite. So now all I can see is the highlights button and I can open that up and I can scroll my way around moving from one highlight to the next. Uh, there's a little scroll bar down here so I can kind of move around and I can navigate this way, but I don't have the option of hitting play to automatically uh, kind of tour me around this, uh, this property. And, and I could go into the 360 view or the walk around view from that. Yes, picture. I can choose to go into the 360 view okay. just by clicking on it, uh, look around uh, the dollhouse, look around. Okay, cool. So ju I, just out of curiosity, was, was there demand for these different things that Matterport added them or it was just, well, hey, we could do it either way. Let's give them that option. I'm just curious, you know. Was yeah, just it's a, a good question. I don't know the level of demand that there was for the flexibility, but I feel like uh, they saw the potential of saying, hey, you know what, we have this flexibility. Why not give them either or? Uh, in the old version before migrating to this um, workshop 3.0 or showcase edit, uh, there was the option also to, to show and hide the, uh, the tour buttons. So you could uh, enable or disable the highlight reel in itself and on top of that, show and hide the tour buttons, the play, advance, rewind, that kind of thing. But no more. But uh, yeah, so at this point, it's either both one or the other. Okay, I got it. Was there anything else on highlight, highlight reel before you move on? Uh, nope, that pretty okay. much covers all of all right. that. Awesome, that, that was excellent. Yeah. Okay. So next, what I wanted to go over was the last tool in this uh, kind of palette is the VR path, okay, this VR edit tool. Um, every model comes with the ability to be viewed in a uh, VR headset, okay? Some, some VR headsets are, um, are not supported, but uh, a lot of them are. And so this so is virtual would, reality, VR. Yeah, VR stands reality. for virtual reality. It allows you, instead of uh, viewing this model on my two-dimensional computer screen or phone, um, I can put on uh, a headset. Um, okay, so and, so and kind of view it, and as I as I look around, I'm actually that's how you you turn and and pan around the uh, the snapshot, not okay, the snapshot, so, but the so, panel. So excuse me, that that VR button for edit that you're about to do. So this is if if you if you're not tapping and clicking either on a smartphone, tablet, or laptop, but you actually have some kind of goggles on or VR viewer, Google Cardboard, Samsung Gear VR, then you're about to show us the, the VR editing in VR. Right, so what you're editing essentially are the scan positions that a, a visitor viewing this in VR would be able to access. 
Okay, so that's the VR edit. And once I click on it, you can see there is this sort of a constellation of little blue dots with these blue lines between them. Okay. And, and so why do I care? Why, why don't I say, oh, I've already decided my scan locations for my tapping and clicking on a smartphone, tablet, laptop, desktop. Why is it going to be different for VR? Well, with the VR, the navigation is a little bit different. Um, you only see what's, what's, uh, what's in front of you. You can't see uh, sometimes all the, all the little dots. Uh, you also may not want to see all the dots. Uh, so if right now you can see that by default, and I have not gone into this tool yet, you can see that a bunch of these uh, dots are blue and a bunch of them are actually kind of faded white. Okay, so only the blue ones will be visible. And what it tries to, what the system tries to do is automatically choose, uh, you know, the best set of dots to make visible and eliminating some that may not be necessary. Okay. Uh, because in so VR, I, I see one like in the corner there by that table that's deactivated. Little, uh, little down into the left, little down, down to the left over here, a uh, little higher. There's a table oh, over here, yeah, over to the left. So yeah. I imagine that I don't really want to stare into the wall in my VR viewer, and that's why that one might have been eliminated. Yeah, possible. And then again, if you want the visitor to have. Uh, a corner view of you know being able to see the rest of the room uh, from that position you can just click on it that'll make it visible uh, to anybody in VR and you can see that blue lines suddenly appear between other dots that would be otherwise visible from that position so and can I here, change what they can or cannot connect to or no no that's automated okay so, so the only thing I have control over is making the standpoints either blue, or active, or white inactive. Correct. And so if I want to activate more dots, then I can just uh, click on more of these white circles, and that'll make them active. And the, sorry, excuse me, Amir. So we we began where the Matterport, whether that's machine learning or artificial intelligence or um, an army of people in the background enabling and disabling. However that all, happens, all machine there, it's machine learning. So there's some recommendation that the machine is making uh, about which scan points to use in the VR, the virtual reality walk around experience. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't want to overpopulate because what happens in VR is when you're looking at a model uh, in VR, you're actually going from one panorama to another panorama. And you can see these blue dots in your view. And so to have too many of them would just be distracting. So you okay. want to minimize it while keeping navigation simple and intuitive. Okay, so I, I've, I've heard a couple tips, which, which is sometimes fewer is better. Mm -hmm. uh, don't necessarily wanna have walk um, baby steps to the next viewpoint. Right. So th maybe that's two. Um, three might have been we were talking about if you're in a corner and people can only see two blank walls, may, maybe not the best spot to stand. So it might, yeah. maybe, I, they would they would be able to turn around and, and see you know the rest of the room. But uh, I definitely think that uh, 
minimizing is, is probably makes the navigation easier for sure. Okay. Would four is a tip beat is you probably want to stand in the middle of a space and look around or not necessarily. You might. Uh, yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, remember you're looking at a full 360 degrees. So like you mentioned, the corner having 180 degrees of that be just two blank walls doesn't really make sense. So uh, because you can turn around and see the full 360, uh, having uh, positions um, made available that are more towards the center does make more sense. Okay. All right. So can you just uh, do some and let, let's see what you're doing of how yeah. you might optimize this space? Um, so I'll click over here and you can see that as I clicked here again, um, you know, these lines appeared. So I know this line tells me that from this position, I'll be able to see this dot, this dot, this dot, and this dot. See I'll be able to navigate see, to any one of those. You literally can see the blue dot in the virtual reality. Yeah. And, and then uh, I, um, I, I think I've tried this a couple of times where I could put a little ring around the blue dot and then it essentially that's how I walk to that next blue dot. Correct. Correct. Depending on the, uh, the headset that you're using, uh, yeah. for the most part, if it's uh, Oculus Gear um, VR, then yes. Uh, if it's something like the um, Oculus Go, you actually have a little remote control in your hand that you use to point at the dot to which you want to navigate. So is, is that kind of a very long distance to go where it's, it's going from there uh, from all, here, the way, all the way to here? Is that kind of a long way to go in VR or not necessarily? Uh, it, it's not necessarily because, again, you're, you're fading out and fading in. Okay. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not a fly through. You're not going to get sick. Uh, okay. looking at this in VR. Okay. Uh, right. Okay, so you've changed some points. I presume at this point you have to hit publish in order for that right. to take effect. Yep. And I like imagine that. that this would be easier to do if I had a little VR headset, say, okay, now I'm going to walk through the space. and Test it out, exactly. And then may decide that I need to hide some scan points or I need may need to add some back in. Yeah. Okay, yep. that seems pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. Anything else on VR? Uh, you can do this in either view, the floor plan uh, or the dollhouse. Uh, in the dollhouse view, you have a slightly different, more three-dimensional uh, look at these dots, which, you know, I mean, to be honest, I don't know that it makes it any easier to, uh, mm -hmm. to look at them. I think the floor plan view is probably uh, easier uh, to use, but you can use this as well. Um, if I go inside, uh, I can see the blue dots here as well. And ah, okay. This kind of gives you a, uh, an interesting view because now you can see that if I had every one of these dots, including the white ones selected, it would be very distracting as I was panning around mm -hmm. uh, looking at this image. I would have too many blue dots and it would be so, just too distracting. So, so, so I do see blue and white dots. If, if you went into preview mode with the white dots disappear? Uh, so it, it, not in preview mode, uh, in preview mode, I wouldn't be able to see any of them, but in the um, VR, if I was actually to, to view this in VR, those white dots would not be there. Got, got it. So preview, that's not going to help me in, in the VR, um, right. but if I go publish, put on a VR headset, then I can walk around the experience uh, and right. check. So this may be a personal thing of whether I feel like I want to edit in this view or in floor plan view or yeah. dollhouse is to totally a personal thing. There's totally three personal options. Up to you. Uh, one thing that I would like to mention is that if your scan position is hidden, 
And this is something that we talked about uh, on day two of this uh, series. Uh, in the 3D scans, if you have a hidden scan, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, whoops, where'd it go? Maybe not, uh, yes. Uh, nope, uh, yeah, so uh, scan number 77 here, right, is hidden. I can't even see this as an option. It's not even gonna show up as a white dot to make visible. Mm -hmm. Because I have it hidden, the system's gonna assume that, well, if you have it hidden from your uh, regular showcase, you certainly don't want to have this visible in VR. So it's okay. not even gonna make it an option. And is there a start position in VR? Uh, the start position, if I recall, is the uh, start position that you have selected. Yeah, I, I uh, have to get update on that. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. That means we got something to talk about tomorrow, Friday. Got, yeah, exactly. That's a good question. Come back to me tomorrow. Write that is, down, Dan. Is, is what? Because uh, we're going to do uh, we're going to do questions and answers. Hopefully, we're going to have some members of the We Get Around Network forum call in. Uh, we do have some uh, uh, um, some other things you want to talk about. Show us tomorrow, yes. Friday. We'll talk about that in a second. But we're actually going to do um, uh, call in questions. Uh, and uh, see if he actually can maybe stump Amir with a, a question. So I'm going to ask that question and nobody else does is what's the start point? How do you set the start point in VR? Is it the same as in the walk around experience or do I have an option to have the in VR to be in a, in a different place? Yes. Okay. All right. Sounds good. good. Anything else on VR? Uh, that's pretty much it. This tool is actually relatively uh, straightforward. Awesome. Um, can you take us off of the, the uh, screen yep. share? And maybe tell us a little bit about tomorrow, Friday, June 14th, part five. So tomorrow is our uh, last day. Um, and we're going to be, as you mentioned, looking at a lot of questions uh, from users, hopefully. So uh, please bring on all the questions. Um, maybe it'll be a good day to try and stump me. Um, what we'll be looking at is the applications. Uh, Google Street View, we'll be looking at uh, uh, the uh, syndication to uh, Realtor.com, as well as HomeAway and Verbo. Uh, and I want to touch a little on parameters. So that's going to be actually very, uh, very interesting and uh, worthwhile to tune in if you want to customize your showcase even further. All right, terrific. Uh, anything else you wanted to cover for today, Amir? I think that should do it. I think we, uh, we did a, a pretty good day. We did. Um, uh, Amir, thank you once again. Of course, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So, uh, and thank you all for watching. We've been visiting with uh, Matterport Marketing Manager, Amir Frank, uh, giving us uh, day four out of day five of uh, Matterport Workshop 3.0. Got a, one more day planned for you. Hope you can uh, plan to tune in and, uh, and, uh, and, and join us. Ask some questions as well. So, uh, Amir, thank you again. I'm Dan Smigbrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and uh, thanks for tuning in.